Hey, Peppin. Um. Whoa, what are you? Are you? What are you doing? Meditating. Meditating. How do you meditate? Oh, we need to talk. Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend Nathan Peppin. How's it going, Peppin? Doing well, doing well. How about you, Steve? Not too bad. Of course, my name is Meter, and today we're talking about meditation. Did I say that correctly?、Mm-hmm. Meditation, mindfulness. I mean, they're kind of the same thing, but a little bit different. You know, it, it whatever floats your boat. So this is something I'm super ignorant on. I remember one time in high school, I sat against a wall. Um, well, it was when the period of my life that I would say I was in high school, but I was physically in my house. Not that any of this is relevant. And I sat against a wall for like half an hour and just tried to zone out. And I'm like, oh, that's meditation. I feel like I've slept now. Is that meditation? Uh, kind of, maybe. I mean, zoning out isn't necessarily meditation, but it can be. I mean, depends on、uh, what you're doing exactly. Like, are are you zoning? So, what's meditation? So meditation, there's many, many different types, and、uh, the kind of definition I subscribe to is it's just being aware and in, in the moment, or attempting to be aware. So it's a process because you're never going to be fully aware or never going to be fully in the moment. But it's the process of when you get distracted, bringing yourself back to a point of focus, be it your breath, the sensation in your feet, in your big toe. Or you know maybe you do like a mantra where you go um and you just kind of pay attention to that. So it's just kind of bring yourself back to a f- focal point and being in the moment as opposed to being caught up in your thoughts. Okay. Well, how do you how do you do that? I feel like when like that's the whole point of like when I'm caught up when I'm not in the moment when I, I'm not able to focus. That's the whole difficulty, isn't it? Is is finding out how to get back to. Being able to focus, how do you do something like that? So right now, the current practice is say you take some time, let's say twenty minutes, ten minutes, five minutes. You know, it could be some amount of time. Some people even say one minute, and you take do it daily, and you essentially well just sit there in silence.、Uh, there's many different ways, but this is one way. You sit there in silence and you just pay attention to your breath, let's say, and then you just pay attention to your thoughts and your breath and what happens. And then when you find yourself getting distracted, you bring yourself back to your breath. And so the skill you're trying to build there is not so much paying attention to your breath. I mean that's a factor of it, but the skill you're trying to build rather is bringing yourself back to that point of focus. And so when you lose focus and you start thinking about you know that time you got invited to prom by Sally Sue, or when you tripped over that dog and thought it was kind of cool. You know those the thoughts that distract you. You kind of let go of those, and you just bring yourself back to your breath, and you expect that. That's the process. Get distracted, bring yourself back, and that's what meditation is. So it's not the act of not being distracted, but rather taking back control when you are distracted. Right, right. I mean, it's you can think about being focused, like. The point of being focused is to you know, stay on one task, and when you're expected to di- get distracted, because that's just what happens. But being focused doesn't mean not getting, not having distractions. It means staying on the task at hand. 
So if you're trying to focus and get a project done, you know, things are going to come up. You're going to hear, like, say, some person singing in the back hall or there's going to be a car crash, maybe a siren. And you'll hear that. And it's not like it doesn't exist because you're focused, but rather you acknowledge it's there and you keep working. So th that's kind of the thing. You, you have distractions, but you still continue to have your focus. And you were saying that most people will practice like 20 minutes a day, 10 minutes, whatever. And that's how you get better at doing it is just by practicing. I don't, I don't think I could practice something like that for 20 minutes a day. That's like super demanding. I mean, usually what people recommend is you start out small. So maybe five minutes, maybe a minute, and then you kind of work up from there. Uh, one thing I, I don't know if the process is actually that efficient, which is why I've come up with a process of my own, which we can talk about. But it's not exactly efficient because the problem that you run into is, number one, it's a big time commitment. So, you know, 20 minutes is a lot for people. You know, maybe the goal is to get up to that point. But starting out five minutes is probably ideal. I mean, even maybe even less. But beyond that, you kind of feel like a failure when you just say, I'm going to meditate for 20 minutes. And then you spend the whole time thinking about uh, that time you had your toenail come off, you know, things like that. It's a weird example. So like, I, I definitely, I get what you're saying. I feel like when I'm distracted, I don't even realize that I'm distracted. Yeah. And that, that's kind of the muscle you build through meditation is becoming aware that you are distracted and you bring yourself back. And that's kind of the cycle everyone's in right now. I mean, and this is what meditation is trying to aim to solve. It's becoming aware of your awareness. It's kind of metacognition in that way, where you are aware of where your focus is and where you're thinking of and what your awareness is doing. And then you're aware when it goes from being in the moment or being in whatever you're focusing on and changing. So that kind of acknowledgement or that skill is kind of built up over time. It's not something that just kind of like happens, but rather it's kind of attained. I see. So you said that, we could talk about your process. What's your process? Why is it why is it different than normal people's processes? So, so the the I don't think that the current way meditation is done is that effective because of the issue of getting distracted. You haven't built up that skill of realizing when you are distracted. And I've been doing meditation for a while, and I I, I can't say I'm that great at it. Nobody really is. But what happened is I'd say take 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and then I would you know, be fine. Some days I'd have really good sessions, but what would happen is it's like I'd have some random thought and I'd spend the whole session just thinking about that thought. I wouldn't actually be in the moment at all, but rather I'd just be thinking about like, you know, my plans for tomorrow. And so essentially, effectively, the meditation session didn't do anything for me. I mean, some people would argue that it still was because, you know, it's part of the journey, blah, blah, blah. But for, for me, the, the skill of meditation is being aware and bring yourself back to that awareness when you get distracted and kind of recognizing that. So the, the current process is not very good for that because if you get distracted, you know, what's going to bring you back? I mean, you'll realize that eventually, but it might be the time... It might be when your meditation timer, you know, rings, you know, maybe the 15 minutes up, beep, 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 this happened to me before. So it's not really that efficient and it's effective in that way. Now, I think over time, people can make incredible gains in the same way that over time, people can have terrible exercise programs to make gains. It's not because the program's good 
or efficient. It's just because you're, you know, granted, you're going to make gains over time if you put the work in. So the way I kind of change that is kind of interesting, and it uses something called hit. Hit like a home run, like a baseball bat. Like it's, there's a concept in exercise science called high intensity interval training. Is that something you've heard of? No, I thought you meant like if you don't focus, I'm gonna hit you because that'd be pretty effective. <laughs> that'd be terrible. But so hit is essentially a, like a cardio thing for the most part. I mean, it, it's it can be applied to anything really. But what it is essentially is you have a high intensity portion and a low intensity portion, and you kind of alternate those for a certain amount of time. So the, the, that's where the interval part comes in. So a good example of that is with running. So if you have a hit session, what you do is, let's say you have 10 minutes, you're gonna do this workout, and say 30 seconds, you start sprinting as fast as you can. So you go as fast as you can to sprinting, and then after that 30 seconds, you walk for 15 seconds, and then, after that 15 seconds rest is over, you sprint, and then you sprint again for 30 seconds. And then you walk, then you sprint, then you walk, then you sprint, then you walk. And you just back and forth for a certain amount of repetitions, say 10 repetitions or whatever the time variable might be. And then that's your workout. And these hit workouts have some unique advantages to them, mostly being that they're time efficient because you can get kind of the same workout from you can kind of get the same workout effects from say a 15 minute workout as you could with a hour long workout so it's very time efficient and there's that aspect to it and my method is kind of applying the kind of hit model where you have a high intensity and low intensity portion and applying it to meditation i see so you're taking exercise science and applying it to mental exercises mm -hmm. so is it less of a upfront time commitment something i could get into uh and not spend 20 minutes a day at least at the start yeah you, where the 20 minutes is going to be very ineffective because i'm not i'm not good at thinking right so i think five minutes is probably ideal you could do three minutes if you wanted to but starting with five minutes would be pretty ideal and you can make a lot of gains that way so that's all you really need. So you start with five minutes and uh, you have your high intensity portion. And some people might be asking who are listening, you know, what's high intensity meditation? It doesn't make any sense. You can't be like meditating like high intensity and what would it be low intensity? But uh, like sprint, like how do you like you use the example of walking and sprinting, sprinting being the high intensity mm -hmm. and walking being the low. So how do you do that with thinking? You can't sprint think is is what you're getting at, right? Yeah, yeah. And the way to think about this, and I, I've tested this out myself, so I can infer if it's kind of like true for myself and uh, not yet for other people because I'm still doing testing. But the, the idea is a high-intensity kind of meditation is, or a high-intensity interval is one in which you are getting really focused. Like you will have extreme focus and you don't let yourself kind of get distracted. It's a period of time where you try to maintain complete awareness. And it might seem kind of like, well, that sounds like it's hard, but, or that sounds like it's not achievable. I mean, you know, how can I do that? But we, we do that all the time. When we have to focus and really kind of, you know, concentrate on something, we do that all the time. I mean, it's, it's not something that's unnatural, but the problem we have is we can't focus for long periods of time. Now, 
to add to this, what's the low intensity portion? The low intensity portion is just kind of not focusing. It's just being unfocused. It's relaxing. So during the unfocused portion or the, the rest, you just kind of let your mind wander. Let it do what it does. If you need to scratch your niche, do that. It's kind of like walking. You know, it's, it's not very hard. You can do what you want, but that, during a high intensity portion, you want to maintain total awareness. So if you're paying attention to your breath, you're paying attention to your breath. You see a thought come in, as soon as that thought comes in, you just bring it back to your breath. And again, you might be saying, well, that's really hard to do because, you know, bring myself back to my breath. You know, I can't do that during normal meditation or I can't do that just in everyday life. I mean, you know, I have a hard time focusing. Well, the way you do this is you start out small. So you try to focus just for five seconds and then you rest for 10 seconds. Then you try to just focus for five seconds, then rest for 10 seconds. And you get back and forth in the same way you kind of sprint, walk, sprint, walk. Instead, you try to super focus on something, say your breath or a sensation, and then you don't. You just let your mind wander. Then you focus really hard and do it back and forth. And that, that sounds like it's not going to be very effective if it's like just for five seconds at a time. How does how does how do the gains actually work? Like you keep saying gains. How does how does all that work? I'm not really into exercise science myself. So there's an idea of progressive overload with exercise science. And what that is, is you adapt over time to a stress. So if you go into the gym and you see, start squatting some weight, you might only be able to squat 135 pounds. And, you know, that's fine, but that subjects yourself to a weight. And then your body starts adapting. So the next time you will go to the gym, you might be able to squat 140 pounds. Then the time after, 145, then 150 and you increase the load over time, your body adapts, and then you can increase the load. So you can go from say 135 pounds to 225 pounds to 315 pounds. And you don't make those increases, you know, like by leaps and bounds, but rather it's gradual progressive overload. So over time you increase the load and you adapt to it. In the same way, you could think about this with sprinting and uh, walking. So you say sprint for 10 seconds, and then you walk for 20 seconds. So that sounds fine. You know, maybe that's easy enough. I mean, it's probably hard still, but you know, maybe it's easy enough. But how do you progress that? You sprint for 12 seconds, and then you walk for 20 seconds. And then the next session, you sprint for 15 seconds. And then as you increase the sprinting time, you will increase your fitness as a way. Uh, in the same way, the way that it works with the mental hits, you know, my, my kind of methodology of doing it is, you start with five seconds because that's easy. You know, you need an easy place to start for everyone just to kind of master that. Then you move up by two seconds. So now, instead of focusing for five seconds, you focus for two seconds. Then once you get to that le- past that level, you focus for nine seconds, and then ten seconds, then eleven seconds, then twelve seconds. So over time, your maximum amount of time you'd be focused on on something increases. And that's the progressive overload. So it's just like going to the gym and lifting more weight over time. You get stronger. In this, your focus gets stronger by just increasing the load over time. So slowly increasing your expectations will allow you to go from no discipline to having the ability to to control your own thoughts in a way. Huh? Is that kind of accurate? I, 
I maybe I, I might tweak the language just a little bit just because I'm overly anal and specific about certain things. But essentially, your ability to be aware of your focus and bring yourself back to your breath is going to be trained over time. So you're, so why do I need to be aware of my focus? How, how does that help me in any way? So being aware of your focus helps you because you can realize when you get distracted. Distraction is a major reason why people don't get things done, why they don't get what they want, why they don't do the things that they want to do. And it's because they might intend to do something, but then they get, you know, they see some shiny thing over there and they start doing that. Or let's say that you go to study and then all of a sudden you see Facebook and you start going on Facebook. And, or maybe you're trying to think about X and then you spend 90% of your time thinking about, you know, what you're going to eat for tomorrow morning. So in your average day, everyday life, you don't focus very often. There's some scientific research out there. I can't exactly quote it verbatim, but it says that you're pretty much not focused on anything for like 90% of your time. You're you distracted with this random thoughts and you will ever really sit down and actually think about something for like, you know, a very small percentage of time. So increasing your focus in everyday life and kind of being more in the moment allows you to get more of what you want out of life because you can just refocus yourself when you need to. So you're saying it will improve my quality of life. It sounds like it might be able to uh, improve my abilities at work, my abilities to hold conversation better, pretty much everything. Yep. And meditation, so this is a form of meditation. It's a different kind of meditation than what's standardly practiced. But meditation has been very well studied, and it's something that has many health benefits, like many, many benefits. One benefit to it is it decreases the size of the amygdala, so you get less reactive. You get less of that flight or flight response. You feel more calm in general. And this is over time for people who are well-practiced. But you get all the same benefits, but the additional benefit that I hypothesize for this methodology of meditation is that of increasing your focus time and also that of building that skill faster. Because my main idea with this is not necessarily that, my main idea with this is that meditation as it is, is not necessarily time efficient because it's kind of like trying to build your grip strength by just holding onto weights as long as you can. There's better ways of doing it, and that's kind of structuring more of a workout. Or it's trying to like run a 5K, but just running as far as you can. There's better ways of structuring a progression scheme such that you try to master, say, a small amount, and then you build that up over time. And in the case of meditation, the main issue is you lose your distraction, or you lose your focus and get distracted. Whereas this, you start at five seconds, and you can kind of keep your focus for five seconds. Maybe you can keep it for seven seconds, then eight seconds, then nine seconds, then 10 seconds. And you can build that up over time. So you get the benefits of meditation, but the benefits of increased level of proficiency with meditation. So you're not saying that other methods won't work. You're just saying that this method will be the most effective way of training. Exactly. I think it's a way to supercharge your meditation practice. It can take you from five seconds of focus to 30 seconds of focus to a minute of focus. And it'll do that much faster than it would have happened with standard meditation. Of course, standard meditation, still very nice, still very useful. I use it myself at the end of my practice with the cool down. But I, I think the best way to make the most amount of progress is to use the mental hit method. Yes. Well, I want to think better. I want to be able to focus more. Uh, what? So do I need like a stopwatch, um, piece of paper, 
Uh, I need to actually keep track of how long I've been focusing and not focusing. So two stopwatches. So there's that method of doing it and that method would work. I mean, I'm sure you can come up with so many different methods. Uh, maybe two online timers. I don't know, but it's not the best way of go about going about it. And I was interested in this myself and there wasn't really anything out there that I could figure out that was that easy and customizable. I mean, the main thing is if you have a progression system, you want it to be automatic. You don't want to like do it manually. So I took the time and I actually developed an app. Now the app is mostly for myself initially, but I thought, huh, people might actually benefit from this. So I actually published it on the Google Play Store. So for anyone who has like an Android phone, you can go on the Google Play, search Mental Hit, and you can find an app that will do all this for you. Ask the progression scheme. It does the math for you. It does the timers for you. It does everything. Wait, wait. Men- you said so. I'm going to the I'm going to the Android App Store. Um, you said Mental Hit, and you said that was H I I T. And what's the what's the what's it look like? What's the icon look like so I can find it? It's with, so it's got an M, H, and then a little guy. It's blue. Okay, it's blue, and it has the letters M and H, and it's and it's called Mental Hit. Okay, I'm definitely going to, I'm going to try it out, and do you want, I want to, I'll let you know how it works for me, and if, if I start to see improvements, I'm pretty fucking dumb right now, so my ability to focus is near zero. I, I'm really excited to actually improve that. And if I only have to dedicate like five seconds at a time, I think that's manageable. I think that's something I can do. Excellent, excellent. I'm definitely excited to hear the results. And also, if you can't find it on there for whatever reason, you know, check out NathanPepin.com. N-A-T-H-A-N. What? You have your own website? Yeah. What? Yeah. I need a website. Yep. So NathanPepin.com. N-A-T-H-A-N-P-E-P-I-N.com. And check it out there. All right. And to put a, do me a favor. Can you put a description in? Can you put a link in the description, both to the app and to your website, just to make it easier for me to find it? Yes. I don't want to have to actually look anything up. I can definitely do that. Okay. Awesome. I can be super, super lazy. Is there anything else I should know about Mental Hit, about the, the process of high-intensity interval training and or the app itself? Yep, so the app is starts out pretty easy. It's going to get hard pretty quickly, but that's kind of the point. Um, I incorporated an idea called uh, focused maxes. So it's kind of borrowing from the gym, you know, because what people do in the gym is once you get to a certain point where you are decently strong, you start trying to set maxes. So let's say I can bench 225. I want to try to bench more, so... I will try to bench 230 and set a max or 235. So in the same way, I have this system where you try to set maxes and that's definitely pretty interesting. So once you hit a certain point, I think it's like uh, 35 seconds, uh, level 21, you'll start doing focus maxes. So you kind of go through your progression and has like different stages and then you hit your focus max and you test it. So it's a way of actually kind of testing your focus, see what it actually is. And there's a unique method I tried to come up with to actually test it because how do you test your focus when you lose your focus? You know, it's just one of those weird problems. Uh, another thing is it's a bit of a learning process. Like it's something you get better at. And I've been finding that it's I've been catching myself more when I'm distracted and it's easy for me to kind of get back on my train of thought. My kind of willpower has been dec- increasing steadily over time. And I'm still seeing where it takes me because I've, 
developed it about uh, a month and a half ago and been testing it for that month and a half. But there's still a lot more testing to do and on myself and I also want to see how other people respond to it because, you know, this is according to what I think would work for people as well as myself, but it, it takes, you know, feedback to actually understand. So if you try it out and you find it's helpful or maybe there's something that could be improved about it, definitely just send me an email, contact.nathan.peppin at gmail.com and let me know how it is or if you like the app, you know, leave a rating in the store. Fair enough. So for for five, let's say five minutes a day I spend for the next month doing this, am I going to see results? Yes. Yeah, I, I think you'll definitely see results. I mean, I can say that for certain without, you know, having data because meditation will give results anyway. So if if this is anything, it's at least meditation. So it'll give you those same results of meditation, but I think it'll give you additional results. I think it'll give you more results than meditation would on its own. So not only is this the easiest way and there's an app that's going to do all of the work for me, for me to learn how to meditate and improve my skills, but it's also there's a science to back up the fact that this would be the best way for me to get results the quickest and to reach a higher max than I would otherwise. Right. And these exercise science concepts are pretty well proven in like almost all the literature. Of course, they haven't been tested with mental training, but this is definitely the test and I think it's going to work. Okay. So with, with science backing your hypothesis um, and hopefully people uh doing so as well i know i'm definitely going to try this because i want to get better um what does what, what's this going to cost me right now it is free whoa, whoa 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 so so you you developed an entire app to help yourself to learn how to meditate better you've seen results there's science to back it up and you just released it for the world for everybody to just use for free. That's amazing. Right now, it's a donation-based model. It might change with time because I'm considering a version 2.0 getting up to that point where there'll be added features to it like uh, guided meditations and a whole course to go with it. And that would cost money for the kind of premium, let's say. But the as it is right now, it is free. And that that's how it's going to be. Here's what I would say. If I use this thing for a month and I'm actually seeing results, I'm going to throw you a couple bones. Like you spent a lot of time doing this. I, I personally, I know how long you spent doing this and it's absurd that you would do all of this just for yourself and then you'd give it away for free. Like that's, that's absurd to me. So I really look forward to using this to improving my focus ability to getting better with personal projects, with conversations, with uh, life and with my job and when I start to see results I'm, I'm going to kick you some money sounds good sounds good well fair enough check out the description if uh, of this episode if you're interested at all I mean it's free to download you might as well give it a try and if it's not your bag it's not your bag but you know if you're looking to improve definitely highly suggested excellent and you know what's also highly suggested is subscribing to this podcast we're on iTunes, Stitcher. Are we on Stitcher? Yeah, we're on Stitcher. Uh, Wibson and many other places. Actually, Spotify too. Of course. We, we're, in, we're on Spotify. We're pretty much anywhere you could possibly look for us. iHeartRadio uh, and, of course, the the Google Play Store. So uh, while, you're, while you're subscribing to us, might as well download the app in the meantime. And uh, you can find us on Facebook, We Need a Talk Show, on Twitter, WNTT1. 
or you can check us out on podcastnh.com and you can find a lot of other podcasts there as well. Um, so if you like ours or you're interested in some other things, definitely go check out podcastnh.com. Just like your app, we have been producing this show absolutely free. So if you want to donate to us because you've used all our content and you're stealing, you're stealing my words, you can do so on our Patreon. Definitely go check that bad boy out to search. We need to talk on Patreon and you'll, you know what you're looking for. You know. Yep. yep. It, you know, it's very important, I think, to support creators because creators are kind of the, uh, independent media is, I think, the best thing right now. Like, I, I like my Netflix. I like my, you know, things like that. But what do I get nowadays is from independent media. And I think it's very important to support creators where you can, if you really enjoy them. It is. But we'll, we'll stop preaching at this point. Next time, we're going to talk about something super crazy. And you're, you guys are going to love it. Dicks? Probably. Yes. Hey, Nate. Hey, we need to talk. Hey.